0: Hey, how you guys doing? This is the producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to the Marvel Hacks. This is our look back at the 1997 year for the X-Men uh, in anticipation of the Disney Plus series coming out sometime in 2024, depending on writer strikes and all those things on the line. As Brother Beavis, say what's happening. Hey, what's up?
1: 1997.
0: Yeah, yeah 1997. So we look back at, what was it, Uncanny 3, 40 last time and then X-Men 60 and we looked at the creative teams and the writing and the drawing and all of that. And we got into the books and where Creed was killed and Storm was on a mammy mission, uh, <laughs> with uh, the, the eternal, uh, from the X-Men, the animated series. And as I said before we started recording, like some of these books in 1997, it seems like they were just trying, I, I, they can't be trying to find their footing because Lobedale's been on the books for a while, but it it really feels kind of like a spinning your wheels kind of situation. What do you think?
1: Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know if there's a, like a, I think the old arc with Graydon Creed went for a bit that just wrapped up. I feel like they're kind of like in the middle of stuff. So they're, whether they're trying to wrap up loose ends or just like maybe set up some new stuff or just have some filler episode. Yeah. There's not really like, an overarching plot that we 've got a hold of yet it just seems like some one and two offs, and see how it goes, yeah,
0: and we touched on this, but i don 't think we fully touched on it, and we'll get into it here tonight for sure. This is post onslaught, and this is during heroes' reborn, so they're x men are the only heroes at this point in time, so all the other heroes are off in franklin 's magical world and being reborn and so we're going to talk a little bit about that tonight if you have a strong take about it as a listener at least if you have a positive take about it you are going to get your feelings hurt tonight um because er, we got i got thoughts for sure uh so yeah we'll get into that here momentarily if you're on youtube you can kind of follow along with uh uh the slides and slideshow or whatever but so let's just jump into it So, like we said, Uncanny X-Men 341 and X-Men 61 tonight. Uh, no real changes in our creative team as well. Uh, same Lobdell, uh, on pencil, on the writing and uh, Joey Mad and uh, Cedric Nokun is on X-Men, but he's about to get replaced by, I think it's Carlos Pacheco coming up on X-Men, who's about to have a severely long run on that book. Um, so this was kind of just a hold over issues, and it really feels like it. Like X Men, let me talk about it a bit too. X Men definitely is the
1: secondary book in this situation. You think? Yeah, oh, yeah, think yeah. So. You're right. I mean, well, I don't know. Like, it seems like the quality team is right now is on Uncanny, yeah. and this this story in in X Men with Storm and the Eternal is kind of booty. yeah (laughs) that's what i'm
0: saying yeah it's the booty book it's definitely b is for booty yeah like it (laughs) is it is not the uh the stronger of the two books uh you know so we'll see if that changes once they get a better artist on but yeah no changes our creative team we're good to go there so let's get into it uncanny (laughs) x-men 341 what we call the cannonball push so if you listen to any of our other stuff uh, You know we are wrestling fans We use inside wrestler jargon A push meaning that Somebody is about to You know get pushed up the card Whether it's been from the bottom to the middle Or the middle to the top Somebody's about to get some wins Maybe win a title There's going to be a lot of focus put on them Old school wrestling that you think you can make Some money off of them And so Cannonball is going to get the big old Wrestling push here in this particular issue so to recap, it's the holiday season. Cannonball is out, you know, uh, buying gifts for his entire family in Kentucky. And the, um, gladiator of the Imperial Guard shows up and it turns into a comic book fight. Our B plot is Joseph, and we'll talk about that in a second too. Joseph has found a way to smash rope. That's <laughs> basically it. Would that be fair? Cause I mean, yeah. honestly, you know, he, she's taken a liking to him. There's a little bit of a love triangle with Gambit, but, um, yeah, that that's pretty much the whole issue.
1: So, and I my, I don't know if you were going to get into this, but I don't we. So Cannonball is on the team, coinciding with the start of Generation X. So he did not have to go to remedial class. He got he got <laughs> moved up to the majors.
0: Okay, yeah, we're going to jump. That might be the next slide. Okay, so if we think about it, this is like Cannonball's getting the the jump up to the to the A team. Oh, you know, coming up from the minors, whatever uh euphemism for sports you want to use. And so he's being brought up. But over the course of time, like the new mutants were supposed to be like the farm system for the X-Men, and they were supposed to come up and do that. They got co-opted in the X-Force when Cable came al- around and then Generation X became that group where you can buy the foil covered book for Five cents, apparently, by the way. So if you have that in your long box, uh <laughs> it's part of your retirement investment plan. uh It ain't it. And now those teams, at least over the time that we were reading these books, they were really just teenage teams. You know, X-Force turned into something else. But it wasn't like a farm system. Like, wow, you know what? Monet is like doing the shits here in Generation X. We got to bring her up to the, yeah. to the, you know, to the big leagues. No, they just kind of toiled in those books and yeah. they toiled that well
1: new mutants was originally like the they were formed when the x-men when charles believed the x-men were dead mm-hmm. and he was really trying to make a school not a team of adventurers and they would sneak out behind his back to have adventures mm-hmm. and i think generation x was a similar concept all the, the x-men were dead it was like oh no you need to go to school and then we get the kind of the the start of the White Queen is, I guess, a hero but mm. consistently does villain stuff and and Banshee is going to keep her in line or whatever. So, But no, I was wrong. Like Cannonball had a stint in X-Force, which they were the new mutants and they went on the run during one of the crossovers or whatever and then they kind of came back in the fold but they got their asses kicked in one of the crossovers we read. So they were just kind of out there now. I, I don't even know where they fit into this, like, the yeah. overall story. Yeah.
0: And again, you know, he was the leader of the new mutants and then he was a big part of X force. So, you know, it makes sense that he'd be one of the ones that got called up. So here's this part here that we're going to go into that's related and unrelated. In X Men 61, we, we meet a young karma, um, who is going to wind up getting a push. To be one of the main people as we get into the newer books and kind of modern times and when the modern times are look in the last, you know, seven, ten years or so that she becomes a very important part of the X-Men and getting, you know, a push. But it also comes to this part here that we are ending the Krakoan era here in the modern comic books. If you go back and listen to our archives, uh, we couldn't have been more <laughs> effusive in our praise of House of X and Power of X. And the Krakoan saga wound up going on for like five years. The books that came out of that, uh Brother Beavis read more than I did. Uh Once Hickman left, it became a little bit more messy, at least in my opinion. I couldn't keep up with it. As always, too many X books, too many side uh stories too many crossovers it it just became too much and so now they're ending this era uh, on Krakoa and the X-Men are resetting back to center probably the mansion or something to that effect I'm not really sure because I'm not reading the books so that part of that question is why do they always reset back to form because if you believe people that are on the internet they'll be like oh yeah you know sync and all these other mut- mutants, you know, they are the future. They should be what it's about. And then you put them in books and they may be acclaimed critically, but they don't get read. Yeah. They're short issued limited series or something like that. And everything goes back to form. So why have all of these damn mutants is the question. <laughs> if you're really only going to focus on the main ones anyway, because it's, it's the, it's the Star Wars. Uh, paradox here It's like hey we have all these new stories Old fan people are like Hey we fucked that shit oh, I don't like these new shit whatever you know, The sexism and, and racism that comes with that too But So you alienate the the, the Old fanboys. The new fan people are like fuck Skywalker We can't be in on these stories anymore But they don't have the passion for the new shit That the old people have So you're stuck yeah. So they always well, come back to form. So you know, by thought? by
1: per by perpetuating sort of the racist storyline with with the X Men, there is no there is no place for a mutant to just be a mutant and have regular life. I mean, eventually they're going to get threatened in some way. At which point, the X Men are going to come, and they and then that eventually that person will have a code name and a um and a costume. And mm-hmm. so there's no. There is no alternative to being, you know, a mutant other than to somehow be in the X-Men circle. Right. Um, And as far as like the reset, like, I think it's just like we're either out of ideas or sales are dropping off. We got to go back to what people know. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's going to be different this time. It's going to be better this time. We're going to take (laughs) what we learned and we're going to put it back here. But, Uh, you know, it's just that's just, you know, that's. They they, they cannot... sold these wild ideas long enough, and somebody's like, "All right, enough. We got to go back to Charles Xavier's gifted school for for school for gifted youngsters." Ugh, Lord, I, they can't
0: help themselves. To be fair, I, I, this is probably an unpopular X Men take. Not with you, but probably anybody that's listening to this is under the age of forty. X Men got too many mutants, man. Yeah. Like yeah. that idea it's, of exploding the world and we just have random mutants that nobody gives a shit about is a bad idea.
1: It's always it, been and they've a bad gotten idea. rid of them twice right mm-hmm. They had the mutant massacre yeah. and then they had the uh extinction event or whatever where they all lost their powers mm-hmm. um and I don't know how many people are gonna come out of this fall of X if we're gonna have the full roster because they you know they went through through so much effort to bring back like a thunderbird or mm-hmm banshee i think maybe i don't even know but they like they went through this arduous effort to bring back characters who had died for how forever ago Mm -hmm. and so i don't know i don't even know if they still have the resurrection capability or what but yeah
0: i mean as i was looking into this and reading this i was like god dog it we're gonna wind up having to read this shit and i'm gonna be mad about it probably mad from the sense like oh you know what it's probably going to spark an interest but you know what i'm gonna go back and read no i'm not that's not gonna happen Mm -hmm. so
1: i just just so i mean it's impossible they they were trying to tell like if you like look at the read order they're asking you to read books that came out like six months apart with Mm -hmm. no discernible pointer from one to the other like somebody had to go do a thesis and then post instructions (laughs) for you to be able to put it together i don't understand it and that you know they always have that they have the, one of the pages we have to pay for. They list mm-hmm. like stuffs out, but they don't show you like how the story flows. They're just giving you the release history so you can go buy it. Yeah. It's, it's and irritating.
0: It's in so, so many books. Cool. And you know, like it's when irritating. we started, we were like, Hey, this is, this feels like a limited series. Like after House of X and Power of X, this feels like a very limited series. So why are we doing that? Tell the stories in the monthly books. Give it the mm-hmm. time to do it. Keep one writer on it. And whatever happened with Hickman as this has gone through, no matter what you feel about Hickman, people got strong feelings both ways. Like at least let him tell the damn story to the end. Yeah. Cause, but what I, was it
1: like? Was it like X Force number two where they, Croco got invaded and, and Professor X got killed? Yeah. I mean, like yeah. they, they pulled the trigger on, Oh no, we coming for y'all. Like mm-hmm. immediately there was no grace period to like live and tell the story and then mm-hmm. eventually start the plot line down fall of X. I mean, they essentially started fall of X immediately. Right.
0: Yeah. It, I mean, it's, it's hot shouting the title, another wrestling term here. And it's, it's just the constant reboots. It's just, it's just constant. I mean, again, it lasted five years. So in modern comic times, that's probably a lifetime, mm-hmm. but it's, uh, I don't know. I, I just, I just don't, I don't, again, if you want to take them off Krakoa, that's fine. would be probably naive to think that them coming off Krakoa doesn't have something to do with whenever they're going to make their appearance in the MCU. So I I think all of it's kind of tied together, but it's just, they've come for me, they've lost the plot a long time ago. And I just, I just can't keep up. I just, I I can't do it.
1: So I like that return to the period rogue outfit. That's from like, yeah. The the team of no names that we reviewed We're with Australia, like, yeah, yeah,
0: eh. yeah, whatever. All right, so let's jump ahead, and so we still haven't gotten into this book yet, <laughs> but we will. I, I promise you. So, if you thought that was a rant, so the, again, this, like I said, this is the post onslaught era. If you don't remember, Professor Xavier went crazy after the uh, little sliver of evil from Magneto got into his heart after he. Uh, wiped his mind. I know it sounds crazy. Yeah. It's <laughs> a, sea, a sea, sea, sea. son, that evil
1: sea son <laughs>
0: got into his heart and then it turned him into a lightweight freaking sexual deviant child molester. And he started to turn and get revenge on, uh, the X-Men where he turns into this psionic creature. It took all the heroes of the world sacrificing themselves to, um, defeat him and all the heroes are gone. And we'll get into that version of that story, and that's what that is. And so this is why the X-Men are hanging out by themselves in Central Park. Or that's not Central Park. What is that? Uh, Times Square. Times Square. There you go. You're more of a New Yorker person oh, than I am. That's Rockefeller, Rockefeller Center. Rockefeller Center, yeah. And that's, Yeah. <laughs> that's where all the heroes are uh, in Franklin's little magical world. That's what they turned out to be. So if you don't remember, or you, I mean, because I guess they did another Heroes Reborn in 2021. Um, really? So no, yeah, they did another onslaught too. Um That yeah, I didn't read really? it, but yeah, exactly. So the idea of Heroes Reborn is because, and I, I, I don't know, I don't look at the sales charts or whatever. But if you didn't know, um. The Avengers and the Fantastic Four in the 90s sucked. <laughs> if you don't believe us, go back and look at the uh, Fantastic Four's cartoon from the 90s because that sucked, as well as the Iron Man cartoon and the Avengers cartoon. Like It all sucked. So the idea was they were going to reboot the heroes but first we are going to bring back all the image dudes that left to go start books that nobody gives a shit about. To reboot our established heroes and then give them, you know, hot shot, uh, these heroes and then move them into a new era in this alternate universe and world, and that leads to this question. So we have to ask ourselves, <laughs> why the heroes
1: were born suck, brother Beavis. <laughs> well, um, I would say that I can you flip back to that picture. Sure. First of all, who is this guy up front with the sword? Namor? I have no idea. <laughs> Maybe that's a good guess. Yeah, I think um, it's Namor. Yeah, I mean, you're so. First of all, you're absolutely right. Um, d- don't ever let the success of the MCU, um, think yeah. make you think that the Avengers comic was in any way successful. That was the one property they had not sold off in some way, and that was all they had left, and they. They got lightning in a bottle, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, why did it suck? So I think my recollection is they the book was written like almost as if it was going to be ongoing. like they would have two to three or maybe one one even one issues like storylines where they would cycle through villains like, oh no, this is just like a brand new comic that we're establishing. Mm-hmm. um and we're just going to work through the pantheon like it's a regular ass book. Mm-hmm. And instead and so and obviously that was never going to be the case, right? So yeah. instead of like telling a 12-part story about how they go from being banished to coming back, it was just like we're here, we're going to tell 11 random stories. Guess what? We couldn't plot it out, so we actually need 13 mm-hmm. to then wrap it up and then it'll just be done. Yeah. So that was, like, from a overall plot line, like, I don't think any of it, like, was really, I'm assuming nothing was really thought out. Then, obviously, you know, some of the talent involved was up for the challenge. Some of the talent involved was clearly not up for the challenge. <laughs> uh, you know, the whole, like, they had five years to practice not putting out books on time. Mm. And so then to get back into Marvel and be like, Oh, no, you're putting out 13 books in a year or 13 months or whatever. We're like, oh, word. So then the quality just went to shit. They started shuffling the creators around. And, you know, it was just it was just obviously a publicity stunt uh, that sort of brought us right back to where we started. And I don't know, like, if if there was renewed interest in any of the books on the back end or not.
0: Yeah, I mean, Heroes Return, I don't think was really like a hidden thing either. You know, I mean, I remember getting the books because this is prime collecting time now. Mm -hmm. You know, getting probably 12, 13, 14 books a month. Yes, bought all the Heroes Reborn books. You know, I was excited about, oh, they're bringing these guys back. I mean, again, if you go back and look at the Jim Lee Fantastic Four, I mean, it's an amazing looking book. But it sucked. And then I think Lifehell wound up getting shit canned part of the way through it. And then like, uh, what? So I think Lee wound up having and his team yeah. had to take over fantastic Captain America and, and the Avengers because I think that's it. It turned out to be a mess. And like you said, it was just like, all right. Yeah. We did this. All right. All right. Welcome back. And that was pretty much it. The story told nothing. Yeah, it was just yeah, a not... reason to take them out of the the books for 12 months.
1: I'm sure the the pitch was never like, Here's a year long story we want to tell. Yeah. What would be a great way to do this? It was, oh wow, we could get names back on the book because we don't have anybody mm-hmm. that really measures up to you know what we lost because you know we read some of the we were hitting the crossovers sort of in this window and the the creative teams. Well, the writing, so this was you know, the Lobdell era or whatever mm-hmm. and the Fabian Niciesa, but like the art was consistently bad. uh the the creative teams got shuffled around and so like they're just kind of now getting some some decent like recognizable and distinct creative teams back together um so i don't know it was just it was a hot shot yeah it's a completely
0: it 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 was a mess and that's what i was saying like in 2021 they redid re revisited it i don't know who drew them i don't know who did any of that stuff But I was just like, that is not an era we need to go back to, like, at all. Like, this was, I mean, I'm sure I have those books somewhere. And I'm sure they're not worth a damn thing. Mm -hmm. Because who cares? Like, it was really just, hey, yeah, we're going to get these guys away. Okay, that's great. And, you know, the, the lasting image, you know, again, if you're on YouTube is the freaking rob liefeld mm-hmm. captain america titty shot like i mean it's just <laughs> <laughs> it's it is the lasting image of heroes report. it is he's, he got run over
1: by like a steamroller and that was yeah. what was left
0: on the ground yeah. <laughs> he's just i mean he's a terrible person he's a terrible artist there, there's nothing good about rob liefeld at yeah. all and, and again, again go ahead. i was
1: gonna say speaking of like Resets, like, it's not like they used the 13 issues where everybody was gone to change any of their perception about the X-Men or change their standing in the, in the world. They go right back to being the people that are feared and hated by those they protect.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about push. I said push for the X-Men. Like, hey, you guys are the only heroes here. Nah. Okay. Whatever. Nothing. They didn't get a chance to change their perception. Spider-Man's still around, right? yeah (laughs) there's gotta be somebody all right calling them mutants anyway so (laughs) all right so let's jump into this book a little bit more like i said everybody's out christmas uh doesn't want to hang out with sam essentially you know like everybody makes an excuse our team that is out there is what we got bishop beast trish tilby is out there um like i have not to go back again who else is hanging out on the team here gambit road gambit road joseph yeah I think that's it. And yeah, and we said Bishop, hopefully. So they're all there and they all make up an excuse as to why they can't hang out with Sam. So Sam, again, this is a cannonball significant book, you know, and he's just out, you know, kind of hanging out and shopping for things, waiting for this fight to start with Gladiator. And again, you know, we ran Sam and his family where they were on January the 6th or whatever, but this Mm -hmm. is this one, this is a fairly well written book, I felt, and what different from issue 340 you can tell uh Joey Mad was fully engaged on this book like you don't have the lapses in the artwork uh they're like hey somebody drew this page or he drew it on the toilet like this one's a, a fairly good looking book what do you
1: think yeah absolutely um i think you know this is you know we've had like a progression of Jim Lee clones at best who could keep it together for a few pages at a time but no this is, you know, he's one of the distinctive looks uh for this era and you know you can immediately recognize you know his work. Yeah.
0: It, I mean it is great. There's a Punisher sighting here just like all random as hell as, as well. Uh so yeah. So they don't want to do anything with him. So we get Sam alone walking through the city and then Gladiator shows up through like a portal I think in FAO Schwartz mm-hmm. and he comes and attacks you know, Sam, and it just leads to this comic book fight. So Gladiator, leader of the Imperial Guard, not really stating his intentions as to why he's here, just starts beating ass, um, uh, mm-hmm. which is always fun. And, you know, they get into this fight, and Sam's, you know, doing his best to kind of fight against him. Now, we can go back in the <laughs> what Cornet and them do the time machine. We can go back in our time machine too. Cause I remember us talking about this book when it came out. We were like, Whoa. Like, what the <laughs> hell like we were really excited for sam uh, at yeah. least i remember being really excited for him and i remember like man this book looks amazing like the artwork mm-hmm. on this book is incredible and i remember being excited about this especially as we get towards the ending or whatever i mean do you remember this too like wow i've never seen cannonball like this
1: if at any time outside of this podcast you had said the word cannonball i would immediately <laughs> think about this this issue immediately yes
0: Yes, immediately yeah
1: absolutely this was like what because i don't think uh gladiator had been beaten down as much as he has over the years like he was you know when when you say gladiator to me i think of him and colossus toppling buildings on each other and him pulling colossus out of the rubble yep and so for cannonball to like stand toe-to-toe with him that was huge.
0: Yeah, it was a really big deal. And, uh, yeah, I mean, this, this is a really good book. We'll come back to the fight here in a second after we go through the, uh, uh, through the B plot. But yeah, this was, uh, like an exciting moment, uh, in this particular book. And again, it, it, this is Joey Mad' the uh, top peak powers. Uh, like this is a, such an amazing book. All the action that's in it as well. Uh, just a great job. And our B plot, um, uh, Joseph is trying to uh, beat <laughs> basically. Uh, remember, Joseph is the clone of Magneto. Uh, he was, but he's been de-aged. He was at some like Spanish monastery of some sort with his mind wiped. And uh, a clone. I think you
1: might be crossing over into Zorn. I think Zorn was in the Spanish monastery. Oh, was that? I could Zorn? be wrong. I, would, I
0: think this is Joseph.
1: I think is Joseph
0: it? is the, yes, he is the deaged clone.
1: Yeah, um, they, they don't know what he is. It's not been revealed yeah. as a clone old yet bitch. at this point. don't know point. what he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, and that it's basically... And so Rogue and Magneto have a history, whether it be the young one or the old one. And, you know, she's taking a, a liking to him, old and young. But this is also while she is, um uh, you know, hanging out a lot with Gambit, even though they can't touch each other and, or whatever. And that kind of... Love triangle that comes from that, but he used some technology and built a machine that he is able to, you know, kiss her on the forehead and touch her and make her. Wait, that didn't sound right. Touch her and make her feel good. Wait, what? What book was this? <laughs> <right>. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, Uh da- I mean, that's basically it. I mean, again, it's a B plot. You know, it it furthers the story of Rogue and Gambit's complicated relationship, and it makes it even more complicated with Joseph being there. You know, this obviously turns out bad later on when he, you know, starts to. Well, when the other person comes back, that is the old Mac, it, this is a mess. This is Spider-Man clone clone shit. But mm-hmm. yes, it's, it, it's B-plot stuff. So, all right, let's get back into our plots here.
1: It, it, so is this supposed to be a gift for her that she can then go use to the, do whatever? Or is it With Gambit for or with him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
0: who knows? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Joseph's intentions are very pure at this moment.
1: Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Look,
0: uh, look yeah. at
1: Rogue in this book.
0: Jeez. Yeah. Oh, no. Amazing. Um, all right. So it's made me think. Cannonball is going, <laughs> spoiler alert, it's going to defeat, uh, <laughs> um, uh, uh, see, Gladiator here. So it started to make me think about some other like shocking upsets, and the the comic book one that's the most uh reasonable one is when Spider Man beat Fire Lord. Spider Man <laughs> uh... beats a Herald of Galactus in hand to hand like combat and just beats the bejesus out of him, and uh, it was amazing two seventy can you think of any others I put Mike tyson getting knocked out of I me mean, it was a shocking it was a shocking upset then too these yeah, are all well, shocking upsets
1: did, do you there's a also during the McFarlane era there's a spider-man beats the juggernaut uh, <laughs> of course but, it does. I mean you know all you have to do is get the hat off yeah. uh shocking upsets in comics uh, uh that
0: spider-man fire lord one was pretty bad. They're like, you can't take on the Herald of Galactus? The hell I can't. And he well, beat but, that man to a pulp.
1: But was he really like, yeah, he's the Herald of Galactus, but he's not the Silver Surfer.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Uh, no, he Oh, how definitely...
1: about, can we count uh, Storm over Cyclops?
0: Yeah, that was, nobody saw that one coming. Yeah, yeah for sure, when she was depowered. Yeah, that would be a yeah. good upset. Yeah, I mean, I, it's, Cannonball is at the top here.
1: Like, oh, absolutely.
0: I mean, this is like a shocking upset. And as he's going through this and processing and thinking and using all of his Xavier, whatever he learned over time, you know, and he really figures out or remembers that gladiator's powers is based on his, like his confidence. And once he shook his confidence when he tried this move on him and then that was it, he's like, huh? And then he mm. just freaking knocks him all the way the fuck out. And you know, and he defeats Gladiator. Like I, again, I'm getting goosebumps from talking about this. I remember this so vividly. Like, good lord, way to go, freaking Cannonball! You know, I'm gonna be dressing up for him as Halloween or nothing. But <laughs> I was like, this is like you don't a, have such that, an exciting mode.
1: Headgear at home, ready to go. Exactly,
0: yeah. Exactly. But again, thinking ahead, using a wrestling term, he gets the push. He wins the Royal Rumble. When's money in the bank? Whatever. I I don't really know. But he doesn't ascend past this point and fairly much he goes back down the card.
1: I mean, this is, he's not, he doesn't appear on the show for a while. Like in the (laughs) the, the final panel, is all right. uh, I'm going to (laughs) send. all of yes, you exactly. off to deal with whatever but you who just kicked my ass you have yeah. to stay here you, you have to stay worrying. here yes exactly yeah. he yeah he
0: he doesn't even get a chance to go and do the next issues with the x-men are going to do off world so yeah he kind of gets screwed in that regard but yeah. yeah i can't
1: send a youth who just kicked my ass uh yes. into danger like come on, yeah man. yeah
0: that, that seems like a plot hole
1: that was his revenge yeah cock like, him as revenge yes
0: for sure so yeah as you alluded to on the last panel here gladiator indicates that of, of course the Shiar empire is in trouble like look we know we beat y'all ass every time y'all do something but we still need help so uh yeah here for y'all to come out here so he comes down and by the way freaking all the heroes they're like oh yeah we heard this fight you know all the x-men we heard this fight and all this banging and booming and all this stuff yeah we just got here like gee thanks because <laughs> this could have ended horribly for cannonball even mutants
1: don't answer the call when mutants man, are in listen, danger this is they're terrible
0: like, so yeah so that's basically what it is he gives them these transport uh spheres or whatever and they take them off planet and then that's we'll see it in 342 uh you know as they're fighting against the shiar but jess uh i mean great speaking uh, t-
1: of going back to where we started like the shiar is a recycled storyline
0: yeah, that's fine. I, I, I mean, and again, from here, I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe we just don't see it or didn't see it when we were in the middle of it, but now it just feels. I, again, I swear, after this thing when they fall of X or whatever, they're gonna wind up playing freaking baseball on the field oh, at, of at course, the yes. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, absolutely. They're like, oh, what well, we that's gotta totally get... happening. Yep, we got to give you all this whole thing here because this is what y'all want. Mm-hmm. But again, is it really... But they're going to have
1: to have, like, a 12-team tournament.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the interim the interim of. Yeah. Uh, they're have to champions. like, the World
1: Baseball cha- cha- Challenge or whatever it's called. Oh, my God.
0: It, it's just bad. So, yeah. Yeah, so, again, after all that, Sam gets left on Earth. And then that's the end of uh, issue 341. Uh, again, a good book. The great, one of the greatest pushes of all time is to push somebody over a, a perfect villain. They didn't let him beat the wrecking crew. He <laughs> beat yeah. gladiator, sir. Yeah. Like, it's, uh, highly recommended. If you haven't gone back to read this book, it's a great looking book. It's well written. There. This is one of my favorite issues of uncanny, uh, in this particular run. All right. Wow.
1: Now I yeah. praise. Yes, I agree.
0: Well, the lord giveth <laughs> and the lord taketh away. compared wind. to
1: you did yeah. say in this era so. yeah
0: uh, so we're gonna blow through now x-men 61 as i said before this is the b book uh this is the conclusion of storm's uh story with the eternal heart uh the b plot is the deepening love story between angel archangel and psylocke and again this is the b book it has the B level artists. They're about to put on a, a long term person on there, even though it has the same um, writer. Uh, you know, whatever you want to feel about Storm as a leader of the X Men, and this version of this particular book, this is not a great story for her. It is a B plot story. It's just a whole B plot book, and it's <laughs> and such who a did B-plot- this cover.
1: Like, because this um, is not.
0: Yeah, I don't. know. It looks
1: like Larry Strowman almost, but mm. the signature doesn't look like it. But it does. Yeah. It's not. I don't think it's the same team that drew the inside.
0: No, and Juggernaut's giving Bane here with all these pains yeah. popping out. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, yeah, we're gonna get through this book one book fairly quickly because this B plot story that led through issue sixty, um, doesn't even lead off issue 60, <laughs> 61. sixty one. They're like, yeah, we're in on this thing. And we go to this story with between Archangel and Psylocke, so it's picking up Wait. right after grading. Sorry, Archangel. You, you
1: skip the first page, like uh, what, this what, outfit that Angel has on with, with like <laughs> his moon boots <laughs> and his oversized like two tone hoodie. <laughs> like uh, this is what millionaires who date hot X Men look like. Hot, okay. British but not okay. really
0: Asian X Men. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, again, this story and their relationship—I kind of vaguely remember. There's a cover I think coming up in one of these books where they're on there looking at each other lovingly and whatnot. Well, um, is, yeah. But
1: is that—is this pre or post crim, Oh, uh, yeah, uh, this Dawn. is Crimson Dawn. Okay. Yep. Okay.
0: Yep. This is Crimson Dawn. Um, our, uh, Warren is fully in control of his archangel powers at this point in time. Like he's not under the control of. Um, but he doesn't
1: have archangel powers. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's, he's just blue, and he has regular as wings. That's right.
0: Yeah. yeah. So he's not under any sign of control of of Apocalypse or anything like that. And he's reasserting his, trying to get his life back and established here in the X Men. Uh, the art on this book. Dot dot dot. Not great. Not good. <laughs> Especially okay. after you read the other one, uh, it's it, okay. So again, Crimson Dawn, the Hand, uh, any time that ever shows up, man, you are in the B book. <laughs> Tell me a yeah. good Hand story. I can't. Okay, I can't. I wish the I Hand, could. the Hand, are the Asian wrecking crew. Okay, so it, this is not nothing good could ever come from that. And it's weird because he thinks there's he hears this fight in there and then he gets in there. There's nobody around. I don't know if they're doing it on the psychic plane. It's, this is a mess. Like this. Yeah, start.
1: like yeah. Because is this actually happening or no? Because yeah. she's in costume and then she's just sitting there. Mm-hmm. You know, with her yeah. back all arched like one does. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, when you don't have a spine. Yep, you <laughs> <can> do that.
0: <laughs> That's kind of how that works. So yeah, that that is our that is our B plot in this book. The A plot also sucks though.
1: <laughs> the A plot also <laughs> B plot.
0: Yes, the A plot is also B. So yeah, uh Karma is in this book that's kind of gets revealed here. Is this a first appearance of Karma?
1: Are we she... are we talking about the same karma? I think so. Sean Coyman from The New Mutants.
0: I think so. They it can't be two karmas. What's this? AEW with all the pages and ads? <laughs> Come on, man.
1: Karma cage and karma page. <laughs> <laughs> Adam karma. Well, no. Is she they must have the got de aged or something.
0: Yeah, it must be something like that. Or maybe she was. So,
1: so in, in the New Mutant storyline, uh, if I recall correctly, karma disappeared. She was the, I think, co leader. She and. um. Sam were co-leaders of the team. She disappears fairly early. Mm. And she has a twin brother who may or may not be dead. And then she absorbed his psyche somehow. Mm -hmm. And then she becomes like obese, like Gilbert Grape obese. Oh lord. And then they find her, I think, in conjunction with like the something in Asgard. Where Danny Moonstar because No, oh, that a sounds familiar. Yeah, that, and then gosh. she comes back kind of regular, but now I I don't know what's Why happening. yeah, why is she a child here in this?
0: And really this is just like, hey, can we just draw some characters that I want to be in this book cuz she's pulling out like uh mm-hmm. images from people's minds so we get a cable thing in there. Uh, Juggernaut, which is why he's in here. Shadow King was in the last episode, you know, issue as well. Like, it's just, a, a, this is not a good book at all. Um, and I don't think, I don't think that's why I was praising 341 over it, but it didn't help. It didn't hurt because this is just a terrible book. Honestly, yeah. it's not going on the eternal heart. The story that they sold to get to that point—karma pulling images out of people that, like, for whatever particular
1: reason, like it. There's just nothing. Well, that's her power, right? So, yeah, yeah. But there's nothing striking no, about not. this book. She would take and she would psychically possess people. Mm, okay. It was Moonstar that would create psychic projections of people's nightmares. Oh, okay. Say, I, I, your new I know, mutant knowledge. I, gonna, I, I, I feel sick for me right now that i know so much about <laughs> the damn new mutants but uh, and meanwhile i, like I uh, failed myself in some way yeah. and i need to forget that as soon as possible and like it <laughs> with something just not even useful just something different
0: well meanwhile other x-men show up again not great art here and just for like random as hell like oh yeah by the way like storm took off we're gonna go help her okay well so.
1: because she ditched cyclops right he, yes. she, he was like, "I'm not letting you face this without me." Oh, yeah. Where'd you go? Yeah. So,
0: yeah. And they, and they're doing the stare at the camera thing, the Jim Lee stare at the camera thing, which I hate. Um, yeah. And uh, and then here's the yeah. other yeah. thing too. It's like, like future
1: the Menage a Trois team. Hey now,
0: yeah, that was one good thing for Krakoa, I guess. Um, the the drawing between Wolverine, he's like complete savage animal, like in the other book, and here he's just yeah. like, hey, I'm kind of like. You know me. I'm kind of you know savage, but not really. I just have bad so, claws. Yeah, you know whatever. Uh, so yeah, it, it, uh, whatever. It, it, this book sucks. Storm winds up destroying the heart and defeats. I couldn't even remember the lady's name. I didn't even bother titling it. The Eternal Lady. Uh, Candra. Yeah, That's there the... you go. Sure, whatever. That, that tell me I missed anything in issue sixty one that was important. No, mm. no, mm-hmm. no. This this doesn't like this is not a good book. And again, we're going to get into the Pacheco era here, which is good. It depends on how you feel about Carlos Pacheco uh uh too. Um uh, he's RIP, right? He just passed away. I think so, yeah. Yeah, he just passed away. Um and so, but he's going to have a fairly long run on this book. But when you start to look ahead, I think the his first issue is like with Shang Chi. Uh okay. Like
1: uh, uh <laughs> well, I think so. We get the reveal of Sebastian Shaw on the end. Yes, on at the, the end, end of page. this. Yeah, and I think this is after when Shinobi killed him. Yes, as part of the upstarts. Hmm. Yeah,
0: but it was a oh, fake kill that he let that on. Like, you know, thank you to my son. He's like been hiding out in Hong Kong, plotting for whatever he's about to do, which is again going to get us over there, which is going to get us into this Asian thing with Shang Chi and others.
1: Um, and again, Boy, it, they were they, trying to sell Shang Chi in ninety <laughs> ninety seven? Man, they've been trying to sell him for a while oh, now. Wait, like so when? Oh no, when they when did they they, they MCU was twenty twelve right? Two
0: thousand
1: eight, I okay. thought Iron Man was or ten something okay. like that. Because Shang Chi was he was on the list of like properties they were going to use, and they eventually did. But yeah. So I don't know why they were trying to sell him now. How'd you feel uh, about that movie? I enjoyed it. It was too much dialogue to explain everything. Yeah, but I enjoyed it. I mm. um, I thought he was cool. Uh, you know, I don't, I, I can enjoy Aquafina. I don't have like an immediate response. I, I suspect she's someone who some people just inherently hate. Uh, yes, I, I enjoyed uh the. I think Trevor is great. Um, mm. I thought his return was was great. They handled it well. Yeah, I mean the 10 rings themselves were kind of confusing and not mm-hmm. not seemingly as powerful as they wanted us to believe. Mm-hmm. Um but it was it was I enjoyed it. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's a very disjointed movie for me. Mm-hmm. Like kind of up, kind of down. Like,
1: oh, that was kind of cool. It's going to like, very now much gonna like- take a long time to explain this to you. Yeah. And then stuff's going to happen. Now yeah. we're going to take some time to explain this to you. Yeah. And stuff's gonna happen. Yeah, it's very,
0: very eternal esque in that regard. Um, <laughs> it's, it's better than the Eternals. Yeah, that's fine. That's fair. I, I wouldn't argue with you about it. So, but yeah, so those are two issues. So we'll get to ninety seven and the others. If you again looking ahead, um, I think I can't even remember what three forty two is. I know three. I know sixty two is like a cover because Wolverine starts wearing his blue do rag. Um, well, three
1: forty two has got to be. Uh uh the shear right,
0: oh yeah, so they're gonna be there, oh I think there's a rogue cover with her like kind of oh, looking over the shoulder with her ass out it might be an al- <laughs> it might be an alternate um like an alternate the one I'm color. looking
1: at looks like it has Magni or i'm sorry joseph, joseph standing on an asteroid,
0: oh like kind of looking at like sticking his arms out or whatever yeah. he looks like he's real like a freaking tiny version of himself, yes, that's yeah. fine. yeah I think there's an alternate though with rogue butt out and then 62 is the one with uh Wolverine with that freaking do-rag I think <laughs> Uh, he's wearing like the face covering that's yeah. blue yeah. yeah
1: not a good not a good
0: time for Wolverine no. no not at all and yeah alright so I think y'all know what time it is if you don't know what time <laughs> it is you haven't been listening to this show uh, we're gonna play our favorite game. It's MAGA, not MAGA, y'all. We got a new set of mutants to go through. Uh, so if you're on YouTube, you'll be able to see it and we'll be going from, you know, left to right on your radio dial. <laughs> um, uh, we got a few. Um, yeah, we got a few here. I feel
1: like we did at least one of these. Uh,
0: did we? Well, I, I think we talked about Gambit in the past. I we did. Uh-
1: Oh, um, yeah. We said G- Ganford yeah. couldn't vote because he has charges. Yeah yeah,
0: yeah. 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 He definitely, uh, did not show up, uh, to the voting booth for any reason whatsoever. So again, we're going to go through them. We'll probably be in agreement. This is also another reason why we have Hutch on here because he has interesting takes. Uh, I want to move us video wise over so we can see the screen that what picture I have of Rogue. That's the one I think that's on the alternate cover. Oh. Yeah, yeah, okay I'll take it, by the way. So <laughs> yeah. Anyway, all right. So let's go, y'all. MAGA not MAGA. Uh Henry McCoy, the beast. MAGA not
1: MAGA. Uh probably MAGA. Really? I mean, I mean he's he's big university, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He, he definitely becomes MAGA. Uh, yeah. Like, you read <laughs> a, <laughs> yeah. College football player, or yeah, kind of high school football player. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, although he does, well, no. Oh yeah, he got dumped by a member of the media. So mm. that's yeah. maga for sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> damn, just still on here too. Um, I, my initial thought was he's not maga because he's too damn smart to be maga. But um, those are interesting arguments that you make. I, I just, I, I don't know. I just, he, he seems that he could, on both sides of that, he could intellectualize himself into being either. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I can see him just smarting enough in himself into being MAGA. So I'll, I'll take that.
1: I mean, Hutch's <laughs> argument against Mr. Fantastic was he was too smart, but. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I'm i going to say MAGA for peace.
0: Alright, we, we can agree on that. we're going to agree on this one. Uh, Warren Worthington, the third MAGA's archangel. fuck. MAGA's or fuck. or
1: <laughs> until, you know, you know he has paid somebody to keep quiet somewhere along the way. <laughs> and as soon as that comes out, then you know he'll pull that mega parachute if he yeah. didn't have it on already. So he's uh there.
0: he is tax break, uh trickle mm-hmm. down economics, yep. all of those entitled uh, white man like he is super mega
1: clearly like they- inflated the value of his property in the Alps. <laughs> yeah,
0: totally. Yeah, a hundred percent mega. Okay, Joseph, MAGA now MAGA.
1: Well, this one's tough because you know, he sta- well, he's well he stands up for you know uh, uh he stands up for a disadvantaged set of the population, mm-hmm. but that could also be like the flyover syndrome. Mm. Um he is prone to insurrection like activity. Yeah. This okay, so this is Joseph, not Magneto. Right, Joseph is not Maga.
0: I agree. I'm gonna go not Maga as well. He's younger. He's got empathy for people. He wants to help other people. Uh, He is not Maga yet, but uh, Magneto is Mag uh, is Maga as fuck. I I, I would say he's like, ooh, I like despots. Uh, (laughs) So I'm going to go ahead and align myself with that one because yeah super MAGA. alright so yeah I'll say so Gambit we say he got charges Uh, you know throwing <laughs> his vote away we're fine with that alright rogue then maga not maga
1: uh, I can't accept a world where rogue is maga so I have to say <laughs> not maga
0: <laughs> counter argument 53% of white women voted for Trump she's from yeah, what, Mississippi I mean, the, our Miss- default
1: well that's true um yeah. Our default category, and she doesn't have doesn't have a history with any black dudes. You no, know, she was um, formerly evil.
0: Uh, yeah, she could have turned the page, I guess. But do you really turn the page when you used to be evil as fuck? Uh,
1: I mean, I would accept uh, voted <laughs> voted MAGA in twenty sixteen <laughs> and flipped in twenty twenty. Okay. That's as much as I'll give you. Okay, noted. Uh, Betsy Braddock,
0: Psylocke, Magana, Maga.
1: So she's from a privileged family in, in England Great Britain. Yeah. Uh, she has ties to Magic World. Mm. Uh oh, and so, but now she's in the Asian body. Mm. That does not help. You're building a MAGA case, sir. I, I'm i thinking it's like, <laughs> obviously, you know, with the, oh, you know what? So identity crisis. So she could, she would. Okay. So like if she voted, then that would be like evidence of. Uh, election fraud right (laughs) because like you have this person uh, voted with this ID whatever Mm. so oh
0: yeah she could have voted twice yeah yeah
1: Mm. but none of her citizenships are actually eligible to vote but I could see her being like I don't understand why you guys don't like him that being said the British royal family didn't really like him
0: Mm. but she is
1: dating Warren
0: yeah but it doesn't work out Mm. But for political views, <laughs> maybe. Mm. Uh, tough one. Yeah. I, I I'm gonna say she's probably MAGA. Like she, what are the the Tories in Britain is the conservative yeah,
1: party. I think you would have to constantly explain to her why MAGA is bad. Yeah. Like, like you would because she, right. she would just be asking questions, mm. and you'd be like no you that's no, you're no. asking a question to say something ridiculous right yeah can't I, do that. I I'm gonna say she's MAGA. i can't I, I can't make an argument against that,
0: all right, trish tilby, member of the media
1: mm-hmm. dumped
0: freaking uh probably turned beast MAGA. uh mm-hmm. MAGA, not MAGA, trish tilby,
1: yeah, I guess from that regard um well, was she so is she a News reporter or a news entertainer. Mm. She was always like on the scene for these disasters. Right. Um mm. which typically we like to deny those in MAGA World. So <laughs> say not MAGA.
0: Yeah, I would probably say the same. Uh probably not. But if MAGA. Fox
1: News came calling
0: Oh she'll take that chick. She could flip. Yeah, she take that chick. I-, I would definitely say that Trish Tilby's probably not MAGA. <laughs> all right y'all and Herschel walker in the bottom right corner <laughs> and now our final one bishop luca's fuck as like fuck.
1: he comes down on the wrong side of every split everything the, like on like the military the totalitarian side of yep. every split mm-hmm. um yeah he's yeah, yeah, he's,
0: he, I, I know. And he, I, and I think he always has this confused look, I think, because he's like, what the hell are all these people doing here? Let's beat the shit out of them, put them in camps. Like, <laughs> MAGA <maggot> is hell.
1: <laughs> like, this, all this freedom.
0: What are y'all doing with all this yeah. freedom? No. I'm no. in the
1: X Men. So as soon as they let me know, I can just take them all out. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah he as 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 hell.
0: Oh, no. Yeah, Ultra <laughs> MAGA. Yep. He is definitely Herschel Walker, Jim Scott. Uh, whatever. Blacks for Trump. Like, completely. Yeah. Bitch, Maga as hell. We got a... Uh, I was gonna say a Facebook question. It was on YouTube from user uh Rum for Breakfast. So that's interesting. And I told him I would ask this question. He asked the question, like, who do you think in the X-Men, who haven't gone over yet, might be secret Maga? Like, they <laughs> kind of present themselves as probably somebody that's progressive, but
1: aren't. Well, was Cyclops as big switch over to racer x was that his maga turn that's his maga turn yeah. so yeah
0: he he gave night he was like ah you know I, you know
1: that was the first the fr- i was trying to think about that one i would night is a pretty good bet um, yeah because
0: he's kind of uber religious uh you know so that kind of tends to lead to some conservative thoughts you know although he looks like a demon you uh, know that that kind of could you know, ah, uh, you know, there's no way that he could, you know. It's, again, it's like yeah. Latinos for Trump. You know, like it, it doesn't seem that like this would work. But you still are on the bad side of history here. That that's a solid one. Like Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler is a very solid choice. I'm trying yeah, to think I mean, of any others.
1: I don't think like Colossus, right? Because uh, he's more communist than anything.
0: Yeah, but I, that was, yeah, that was one of my thoughts when I was thinking about it before. And I was like, oh yeah, I me mean, is Russian. You know, kind of get that completely
1: out of your system. Ilyana,
0: Ma- Ilyana, yeah, I was mag, mag as fuck.
1: She's yeah. more like magic. <laughs> Yeah, she could. Uh, I don't know if she's. It would be a secret turn. She is kind of Magdar already. So yeah, kind of. Yeah. Nightcrawler's a strong call. I got to say that was the where I, my first kind of thought went there as I'm going through like the the prime rosters of mm-hmm. like the the post like the giant size era. Yeah. and then the originals. Yeah,
0: I was gonna be like,
1: I was like, oh, I was like Banshee. Nah, Banshee would
0: be openly Magdar. There's no hiding that part of it. He's a cop. Freaking Irish Catholic, you know what I mean? Like he has a lot of mag tendencies mm-hmm. already. So yeah, I yeah, to think about it a little bit. has
1: got a relationship with the church. Mm-hmm. Um, Leads to some conservative beliefs. Yeah, uh, I, so. I, I, I wish we had more to offer. I think he called it.
0: Yeah, good job, run for breakfast. All right. So or I think there. that was my last mm-hmm. slide. Yeah. Okay. So we'll stop to share. So yeah, y'all. So we'll come back to it. What's that view? I'm liking that one gallery there we go so that'll be it so we'll be coming back with 342 and 62 uh to kind of start our run through 67 um excuse me 1997 and you know again this cartoon is supposed to come out in early of 90 or 2024 like i think they said february so we'll be probably kind of crossing the finish line about the time that it premieres so uh we'll just kind of keep it going two issues at a time as we get through and then you know it culminates in issue 350 with this big reveal about gambit if you haven't read this book that's 20 plus years old um but yeah it's uh it's a popcorn fart to use a wrestling term (laughs) (laughs) so yeah not great for sure. All right, man. So that's it. And, uh, we will see y'all on the other side of this in a little bit. Probably the next time you see us, it will be for professional wrestling. Uh, I am most of the way through two very bad pay-per-views.
1: Um, and I just got uh, through, uh,
0: the, Raw?
1: the hearts. No, I'm like halfway through Russell WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Oh yeah. I think I just goes. got through the, the heart foundation and I don't even know who they wrestle.
0: Uh, god damn who did they wrestle
1: oh the nasty boys oh
0: god yeah it was a tag team change oh spoiler alert! all right i was all sitting right.
1: there like i saw like like three baby faces in a row uh <laughs> one i was like oh <laughs> they're setting the crowd they're trying to like yeah. get the crowd ready for some disappointment yeah Ugh,
0: god speaking of maga he's there too anyway all right so yeah no wonder he's a hall of famer all right so anyway so we'll be coming back for that uh so be checking in i'm the producer i'm signing off go ahead and sign off see you next time see you next time everybody peace